0: Welcome to LIFT! This is season seven of this podcast, where this season we're going to be talking still about faith in life, but we're going to be asking questions about faith. We're going to start this season asking about Lent and the season of Lent as Christians. Why do we celebrate it? What is it? And why does it matter to me? I'm hoping that you will find new insights into Lent, Holy Week, and Easter. Then we're going to continue to ask questions about faith, questions that you probably have that maybe you've just never asked, maybe questions your kid has asked you that you don't quite know how to respond. We're going to dive into those and see what it can mean for us and how asking questions can help us connect to our faith. Welcome to Lift. My name is Kim Myers, and this season I have found a new friend then put them in a headlock and brought them into a recording studio, right, maybe?
1: Well, it's voluntold yeah. that we will be doing this podcast
0: with you. How do you feel about that, it's Winston? great. Okay, so introduce a, yourself.
1: Oh, that's right. So Winston Barber, I am the creative director here at St. Andrew. I've been here since August. There you go. And gotten to know you pretty well and had some wonderful conversations, and I'm so glad you invited me to come have these conversations with
0: your listeners. I think you asked the questions that most people think. They just don't have a pastor walking down the hall and be like, hey, Kim, I've thought about this. (laughs) And I'm like, bring it. Because I love um, being theologically nimble. You ask questions of depth, but also that help make faith practical. So that's why I was like, come on. Come to the recording studio. Let's do this.
1: Yeah. And I think from my experience, this is the first time I've been, I mean, even though I'm the son of a preacher woman, I, I haven't heard things told to me this way, the way when we have this conversation. I've never heard it being explained to me that way. So that's why I just love kind of just asking questions and hearing more. And hopefully other people, like you said, have those same questions. I think and- they do. I think they do. And that <laughs>
0: like- this whole season, we're going to talk about questions of faith, different questions. I've polled my Bible study. You've randomly asked me things in the hallway. You know, we're just going to kind of dive into it. And um, as we see what's happening in the world, we might ask another question. This is going to be a pretty – nimble season. Now, and I do want to kind of give like a yellow warning sign. This is Kim Meyer's attitude and reflections on faith. What I say isn't the be all, know all. That's why there's so many different theologians and ways we study scripture and ways we think about scripture And many different religions. There's a lot of opinions out there. Okay, so we're going to ask some questions. Today, we're going to focus on why do some people have a tougher road in life? And I do have to say, we're recording this podcast in Plano, Texas, in a recording studio. So I recognize the place of, I don't know, what's the right word? Prosperity? Um, mm -hmm. um, The place of privilege we're in right now. I get it. But I think no matter where you are in life, you can look outside your front door and think, Psh, why they got it easier? Yeah. I don't know how, but I think we just start with why do some people have it easier than others? Like, why does person A have a harder road in life than person B?
1: Yeah. So – I have a question. <laughs> That's what this is about. So I think I, growing up and still to this day, struggle with the human aspect of faith, right? And I think...
0: Say that in a different way.
1: It's the best way to put that. I think maybe sometimes I get stuck looking at people and not mm. God. Is that the best way to put it? Yeah, okay. And so maybe when people are thinking, why do I not have it as good as somebody else? Or I think because we are humans, like you've told me before, we are human. Mm-hmm. So do we get caught up in thinking and just wanting or something, yearning for what other people have and thinking it's so bad for us? But like you just said, we're clearly right now in a place of prosperity and, and you know good things and you don't focus upwards. I mean, I, I kind of.
0: So my simple answer to the question is. Why do some people have a tougher life than others? Is we all have difficult lives. Okay. The end. (laughs) We could stop the podcast right now. Yes, and, right? We all have difficult lives. You look in scripture. There there ain't one life in there that's like lily perfect and simple and easy. It's difficult. Like scripture, that was 2,000 years ago. The difference, and I don't know what it was like back then, but right now we have things like Instagram and Facebook and whatever social media thing you might use <laughs> where you don't post your horridness on there. You only post, like, I'm so glad my kids are older. When my kids were younger, I didn't have to keep up with the Pinterest moms and the Pinterest things um, because it wasn't there. Like, right. Um, and I think it's also how you respond to the good and the bad in your life. Right. So let's say each individual life is unique. And each individual life is going to have its ups and its downs. How you respond to it is the only choice you might have.
1: So is it a matter of just like perspective, you know?
0: You know, it's, that's my word. Perspective. <laughs> I think it can change so much. Yeah. If you change your perspective, it can transform your life.
1: Okay. So, I, more questions. Yep. So, I have this movie quote that helps me get through life in general. This Brad Pitt movie. It's from Legend of the Fall, one of my favorite quotes. Like, it's when I'm- That's a good
0: movie. love that much.
1: Yes. So, he has this quote where he says, it is as it should be. Mm-hmm. And he's referencing he's come back and his fiance is now married his brother. Yep. Okay. <laughs> like- but I use that in my life, just in general, as like it is as it. Sh- I don't know. Well, I, and that
0: movie, nobody's life's easy,
1: right? There's, I mean, like, basically,
0: it's just like a there's happy ending for no one mess. <laughs> I don't even know why I like that movie because it's, it's just not happy. It's amazing, but yes, but, it is. <laughs> like, but it is a parallel of life in some ways. Yes, it is as it should it be. It is
1: as it should be. Yep.
0: And. Yeah, our former senior pastor here used the quote, everything's going to be all right. That was from his grandma.
1: And it's kind of the same thing, right? It's kind of the same thing. Okay.
0: I remember, and I hate always using my husband's almost death as like this, but it was a moment in our lives. Like, dude tried to die on us. We are in an ICU room, and I got... We can talk about how I was praying in scripture, but really, I didn't have words. Like, I was lost. Um, The person that usually makes me a better person wasn't there because he was in a coma. Like, so, but I got this sense that everything's going to be okay. I came out of the ICU waiting room, told my friends that. They all looked at me like I had three heads and I was crazy. What I didn't articulate, though, is I didn't know what okay was going to be. I knew if he died, the boys and I would be okay. I knew if he had health issues, we were going to be okay. I didn't know what okay was in that moment. I just had a sense of peace that it was going to be okay. And honestly, I'm just going to say it. There are people in this world that love the drama. (laughs) If they're in drama, they're going to stir up the drama. They live in chaos. They're just people who do that. Sometimes I find myself drawn to it like a (laughs) moth to the light. Like, oh, let me swim in this chaos for a while. For me, it's exhausting. But some people, that's their norm and their rhythm. And so they look out into somebody else's life that seems calm. But it's different lives and different (laughs) rhythms, right? Yeah. Again, I was talking about that situation with Dan, and here's the end of the story. Dan's just fine. We had a mountain of medical debt, but for what could have been the next week, I was planning a funeral. He survived, he has no major health implications. He's good. And somebody's like, Well, you always share that story because you got through it. You got through it. And, and it came out like you got, you won. Right. There's also parts of that story where I, I for a year, lost the man that was my rock. And that's what he's so good for me, because I am dramatic and and I do have a (laughs) lot of energy in life. And he brings me to a place of calm that nobody else can. You know, he's my Mary Poppins. (laughs) I lost Mary Poppins. And, I mean, for the next five years after that. So even though the end of the story looks like, a rainbow and unicorns and butterflies throughout the 10 years since then, there's difficultness that came from that moment that is still with us today.
1: Right.
0: Perspective too.
1: So so I have this other quote. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) another Brad Pitt quote from Meet Joe Black. It's another one that helps me get through stuff. And I'm wondering if there is a – a faith version of this that I'm probably not aware of the way it's come from. So the other quote is that I use all the time just in my head is, um, these things have a way of working themselves out. Uh All (laughs) your
0: quotes mean the same thing, dude. Right, I
1: know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love (laughs) that Okay, so your quote is very similar to my life verse in Scripture. Okay. Philippians 4. What's interesting about Philippians 4, and I'm going to pull it up because I have it in my head, but I have it in Kimism. <laughs> so, Philippians 4, what's interesting about the book of Philippians is Paul is writing this from a prison cell. Okay? So, perspective. We're talking about perspective, right? right. This whole book is about joy and faith. Like, you're like, what? You're where? Like, (laughs) you would think he's, like, at the Dead Sea Spa. No. He's in a prison on a dirt floor. Okay. And back then, prison, like, if you wanted to eat, you better had a friend bring you food. There weren't weren't three square meals a day. Prison was not the best (laughs) place in the world to be. And so he's riding back to churches he's been a part of and all that kind of stuff. And I won't get into each Section, but Philippians 4 is like it's what I said again and again and again and again when Dan was sick. Yeah. Okay. And it starts with this Philippians 4 4 Re- rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Now, why the heck am I rejoicing in the Lord in an ICU room where my husband's organs are <laughs> shutting down? Why the heck is Paul writing about rejoicing in the Lord from a prison? Because that's the one thing that's constant in your life, and why can't you just have to rejoice? Yeah. Even on the day, that is horrible. Okay? I'm going to keep going. More. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. So your kindness. You said gentleness? Gentleness. Isn't that a great word? That's a good one.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, The Lord is near. Here we go. This is do not worry about anything. Ugh. I'm, just, I'm still not good at that. <laughs> Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be na- known to God. And this is what gets me. And the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. When I got that moment of peace in that hospital room, it made no sense. When Peter walked out the boat to go to Jesus, it made no sense, right? Faith doesn't always make sense. But that's the peace of God, that line that surpasses all understanding. Like it's not of me. It's not of you. It's of God. It surpasses everything. And then what does it do? It guards your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I have this blanket of of peace, So this scripture is telling you, stop worrying about things. So name God as God and God is good. That's the first thing you need to do. (laughs) Then stop worrying about things. Be kind and gracious and gentle and recognize God in your life. Right. And then the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will blanket you like bubble wrap. And you can do your life better. Because God's... There. so everything's going to be alright <laughs> I mean and then it ends with this okay I'm sorry I'm going to keep going whatever's uh, finally beloved and I love that word too beloved like I mean that's just such a sweet word whatever is true whatever is honorable whatever is just whatever is pure whatever is pleasing whatever is commandable like all these like good things yeah. right if there's excellence in anything worth of praise think about those things and do those things and The God of peace will be with you always. Just do the good things. We know what to do. Like if somebody said, Winston, how do I lose 10 pounds? (laughs) Well, you exercise, you eat less, and you drink more water. Simply, we all know what to do.
1: Right. But we don't always do it. Yes. And I think it's hard it's hard to do it when you don't have perspective, right? Because you're thinking, uh oh, everything's so bad. You can, you know, it's all bad, but you don't have perspective. But let me ask you this question. So that's a good verse, by the way. I love it. Yeah. I learned it. So my grandparents died last year. So my mom's dad and mom. All in uh, one year? Two days apart from each other. Oh my 48 gosh. hours. I yeah. Uh, rough time. Yeah. Um, he was a pastor too. So at their funeral, I learned a new verse that I'd never heard before. The person giving it, it's, I'm going to butcher this, but. It had something about uh, let your former be greater than your latter and then let there be peace.
0: I'm going to look it up while you're talking. <laughs>
1: like, so I just noticed it like through every, whether, no matter what denomination, all these things always kind of boil down to kind of like peace, right? And isn't that kind of what we're always seeking, you know? or well,
0: Yeah, that that to me is my sweet spot. Right. So listen, the... One of my pet peeves <laughs> in life is that whole thing, um, your latter days will be greater than your former from Haggai yes. to nine. Yes. Um, it's very uh it's very Jewish. Really? Yeah. Um anyhow, I mean it's very Christian too. But, but yeah, what does that mean? It's a Jewish uh that they talk about a lot too.
1: You have to publish another yeah. episode.
0: Um <laughs> Okay, what was I saying? Oh, P- oh, hashtag blessed. Like what I, I can't. What is that what? <laughs> okay, because we're talking about why does everybody have bad days? Right. And it's because everybody highlights hashtag blessed. Listen, if you wanna wear the badge in honor of Christianity, that means hashtag blessed on the day you found out you have cancer.
1: Right.
0: We don't we don't do that well. No. Um That means hashtag plus on the day your grandparents died. Yes. But yes, you were because every day God is good. Right. And that's why Paul, who is next level Christian, I mean, like, (laughs) like, oh, Paul. Um, But he can praise God in prison because his center is God. His perspective is the goodness of God. And every day that is true. Right. Humanity and life is never simple and easy and consistent. It, it's just not. And if you're looking for that, you can trick yourself into it. Like I trick myself into it all the time. I'm my color-coded calendar, and I have all my things in order, and I think, ugh, oh, life is just – and then, like, COVID comes, right? <laughs> or whatever, Right. we trick ourselves into control.
1: Do you let yourself go in those ups and downs, those peaks and valleys, or do you kind of just maintain, like, never as bad as you think, and it's never as great as you think, right? Like, it's always—
0: Oh, my husband will tell you I'm a peak and valley person. Oh, really?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like to think, I, but I strive for the middle.
1: Does the Bible teach us we should stay in the middle? Yeah. The, okay.
0: The examples in the Bible consistently show us that we're peaks and valleys people. That we, I mean, like when I was sick over Thanksgiving and Christmas, I was in constant pain. So I read Job because I thought, well, he can be my buddy in pain. <laughs> and when you read Job, um, I read this book, uh, the Bible that Jesus read by Philip Yancey. It's great. It, it's a really great read, but it goes through all the Old Testament or the, the Torah books, the first five books in the um, Old Testament, and when you read Job, I mean, life not good for job, <laughs> every everything, his wife, his children, his land, his wealth, it's all gone, right. everything, and he questioned God, and he was like, "Come on now." <laughs> And, but the one thing he did was never lose his faith.
1: Kids tell me that story. Yeah. So then how did it end?
0: I mean, eventually he, he like got remarried and had kids again and, you know, moved forward in life. Everything's going to be all right. <laughs> what, what was your first quote? It is as it should it be. It is as it should be. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like it in yes. that moment.
1: <laughs> but it can. So, I mean, I mm. guess what you're saying is when you had, you know, your moments and you would go to that first, you repeat over that gave you a sense of calm and a sense of peace. And do you think if we could all have something that we gravitate to Uh that gives us that?
0: Absolutely. I think we have to have something like that. So we'll go back to the question. Why do some people have an easier life than others? Yeah, Because life happens and sometimes it's crappy and sometimes it's not. And sometimes it's great. I'm sorry if that's not the answer y'all wanted. What I don't want you to think is it's because they prayed harder or they did this or they did that or you did this or did that negative And so you're being punished. Yeah. That is some theology out there. What I want you to hear, you as in Winston and you as in listeners, is every day God is good. Mm. Every day is not good. <laughs> There's a difference. But through the steadiness of faith, through that, my verse, right? Philippians 4, 4, rejoice in God always, be gentle, be kind, and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. Just go and do these things and know that God is good. That is what makes my peaks and valleys more sustainable. But, I mean, it's, I always think about, what do you want this year? I'm like, I want this year to be boring. <laughs> Good, boring year. It's not usually boring, right? Like, right. It's just not. I mean, I started this year with major surgery on my neck, but it's fine.
1: You're walking around. I'm walking
0: around. I'm happy. I'm glad I did it. I was not glad <laughs> I did it the week after. When I look back in life and think, oh, that neck surgery – I'm going to think, "Woo, that was great! I'm so glad I did that." In the perspective of the week after, yeah. I was really questioning my life decision, but you can't go back and undo it. Right. So, I think asking these questions, and I—I I don't know. Maybe we're going to lose all of our listeners right now <laughs> because what I'm going to say: each and every question that we're going to ask, there's not a simple answer. Right. Because life is not black and white. Hmm. It's colorful and messy. And each life is different. Each question is individual. So you've got to find those things that bring you that center.
1: And that's why I think when I think of like faith of the Bible, those are things that – that's what it does for me. I guess it's just me speaking for Winston is yeah, I use yeah, it yeah. as like a guideline as to how to live my life and how to treat others. But also like to – I mean more so – I would say this. I take that back. I – Probably listen to my parents and their parents and understanding like they th- through the Bible, I would say have taught me mm-hmm. how to do those things because I don't read Bible because I am just winston that's okay <laughs> like but um, so you're saying the moral of the story if I'm hearing the short version,
0: yeah, is, wrap it up for us
1: it's it's gonna be <laughs> it is as it is or it is as it should be. And that's okay, and that's how it should be, right? Because mm-hmm. you're going to have peaks and valleys and ups and downs, and like you just said, that was a good quote. You should make a T-shirt out of what did you say? God, God is always. Every day is not good, but God. God
0: is, good. is good every day, but every there day you go. is that's not what it was.
1: good. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I mean, it that
0: is. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I wrote that. I just said it. Uh, <laughs> as each and every single one of us, as we start next week. And we ask more questions. I think next week we're going to dive into, is it okay to ask questions? Like, can I get angry at God? I mean, or does that make me a bad person? We're going to keep asking all these questions. But what I want you to hear is, God is with you in all of it. Christianity does not make your life easy. It means you're never alone. The end. Okay, for real, now the end. So join us next week as we continue to ask crazy questions about God. Bye, Winston. Later. I hope that you found one thing that you can connect with this week to help build your daily faith life. If you'd like, you can join us on our Facebook community, Practical Faith, for weekly prayers, questions, and most weeks, a 10-minute devotion. I also invite you to check out St. Andrew's website, standrewmethodist.org. Connect with us through different podcasts online for worship or come join us. We're always here to connect your life to your faith.